You're listening to UX Podcast brought to you from Stockholm, Sweden. For people passionate about balancing business, technology and users within the realm of digital media. Helping you break down silos, here are your hosts, James Royal Lawson and Per Axboom. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of UX Podcast. And you're listening to me, Per Axboom. And me, James Royal Lawson. And we are in Binton HQ. Again. It's Friday afternoon. It is Friday afternoon. Yeah. It should have been Friday morning. I mean, well, it should have been Thursday. <laughs> you're right. It should have been Thursday. <laughs> well, oh well. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit tired. I did recover from Conversion Jam, but uh, I've been on... Had a busy week. Yeah, I had a busy week. Well, yeah. community night. And yesterday was World Usability Day as well. And I think we're getting even better each year to actually having events around Stockholm uh, around that. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not impressed by the website, though. Well, that's another thing. Yeah, and they haven't tweeted this year. Are you impressed by any website? No. No. <laughs> yeah, and people don't tweet a lot at events. Actually. Well, no, it was more I got hung up on the fact that World Usability Day, the Wood um, tweet, Twitter account. Ah, okay. It looked confusing because they haven't tweeted since last year's event. Interesting. And that's bad usability. That is bad usability. Bad user experience. Bad user experience, yeah. Mm. So we do not have a guest today. Uh, we're doing one of our link shows. Which we haven't done for a little while. Oh, yeah. Which is fun. It is fun. <laughs> for us. <laughs> Over the past few weeks, we've had a new uh, newcomer on the mobile scene. Two. Well, a couple. Well, well a I'm, couple. I'm classing the Nexus yeah, 7 but 3G. I'm talking, well, I'm talking about the article. But <laughs> oh, right, sorry. Damn, I'm getting distracted again. Uh, <laughs> it's one that you uh, brought to my attention, James. It's called Mission Impossible iPad Mini Detection for HTML5. It's uh, on the website Breaking the Mobile Web, yeah. uh, mobilexweb.com. And tell us about it, James. This is, well, the, the iPad Mini is... I'm sure absolutely all of you know about, is the shrunken version of the iPad um, that's, that's been launched now. Um, after years of um, saying it would never happen, and that seven-inch devices are rubbish, yeah. uh, they've, Apple have um, brought it out. Which yeah. I think is great, because I love, I love the seven-inch device. I've had one for two years. And I, think I remember the first time the two of us went to UXLX, yeah. and you brought your, your tab with yeah. you in the evenings, and I, I brought my, my iPad for, for, for other reasons. But I, I hated carrying it around because mm. it was too big. And yeah, I fit it in the so pocket of my trousers. So I really like like this one because it's, it's the right size. No. I could fit it in. Have you seen one yet? I actually haven't. It's not the right size. It's not the right size. What, and this brings into the article a bit that what what, I, what Apple have done mm. is they've shrunk the iPad. Yeah. So it's retained the same four three dimensions as the iPad. Mm-hmm. So so it's literally. The, a little bit smaller. So compared to my tab, mm. which and the Nexus Seven, right. those are seven-inch tablets um, in a more of a you know um, portrait. They're they're slightly longer than wider. Mm. They're, they're like a, they're like a pocket, uh, like a book. Yeah. Whereas this iPad Mini is a tiny iPad, so it's it's wider. It's about it's about an inch, an inch wider. Because wider than mine. So because in the video idea. when they're talking about it, it's like they almost they've purposely made it. Uh, not so wide because you want to be able to hold it in one hand. But I think I think I haven't actually had one in my hand yet. But I know how mine is to hold in the hand, and I can hold it comfortably in my hand. Yeah. I think I'm going to feel like I'm I'm having to. This stretch. is interesting. I, I want. I haven't got hold of one yet, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I want to test we, we, it. We need to do that before our next show. But yeah. that's not what we were going to no, talk about. But it's kind of. But it is near <laughs> yeah. enough. It is. Yeah. Because the, they've mm. literally just shrunk this. Yeah. Now, what that means is that the screen is the same size as far as. 
your programming for as the far websites as, as far as browsers are as far as browser concerned, browser yeah. concerned there is basically no way whatsoever to tell that your visitor to your website is visiting with an iPad mm. mini and mm. not an iPad mm. so we've known before that the iPad has always retained exactly the same user agent string it's one of the reasons why they um People say you shouldn't use user agent strings to um, to determine how your website looks because all the versions of iPads give the same one and various exactly. other things do yeah. and so on. Um, whereas now you well, that was fine to a degree because the iPad was the iPad. It's a nine-inch yeah. tablet. So you um, know what you're talking you know, about. Viewport yeah. behaves in a certain way mm. across them. It's consistent. Mm. But now we've thrown a seven-inch or 7.9-inch um, yeah. device into the mix, mm. um, which has the same display 768 times 1024 mm. uh, oh, iPad 2 resolution mm. um, but, so, so essentially it's, but it's just 19% it, smaller yeah everything is 19% smaller but the same yeah so <laughs> you just need to have better eyes to use it effectively yeah because text looking at a web page on an iPad mini mm. is going to be 90 the text is be, mm. the text will be 19% smaller yeah that's it unless you zoom in yeah. but as we know responsive sites if you've provided a responsive mm. site for this resolution viewport then you w- a lot of the time they, they do the lazy responsive and mm. disable Al- allow people to zoom yeah yeah. Like it's really I'm hoping this will mean that people start doing better responsive sites yeah. now and allowing you to zoom yeah. because this is the only way to do it There's the, the article talks about the fact that all the traditional ways that you would detect don't work hmm. that they, there's not been a way that this guy's found hmm. to detect his iPad mini so the danger is people are doing their website and they're testing on the iPad and they hear about the iPad mini and everybody says well it's exactly the same as the iPad so we don't have to test that because it's going to work exactly the hmm. same well the problem is you're not going to be able to see anything if your font is too small and it's suddenly almost 20% smaller and a font that's 20% hmm. bigger might look ridiculous on right. a full size iPad. Yes. So we've we've hit a real interesting thing here. Yeah, um, yeah we are stuck with something we actually we really can't dis- no, tell that it's there. And even for usage, if you look mm. at your stats, everything's gonna be clumped together as iPad. Yes, yeah, so you don't know. You don't even know if this is a segment that's growing. <laughs> You're completely in the dark. I mean we um you might you might want to you might want to be able to... Well, we do, it's, it's detecting features, isn't it? You want to be able to provide something for mm. just that device. Yeah. Um, I, think, I, I think this is really frustrating. Mm. Um, I, I understand... I really understand why Apple have just shrunk the iPad to the mini. It, you know, it, it fits into all their, their ecosystem and world. It's, it's, it's a standard resolution that they've used before. It's, right. You know, we, we know how Apple works with all mm. these things, and that's why they've done it the shape they have. Um, but to not give it some way of saying I'm an iPad mini mm. I think isn't helpful exactly no, I completely agree and I just saw that uh, on the post that we're uh, showing there that he, he um, provided a link to Andy Clark's blog Stuff and Nonsense, yeah. Nonsense and he has some screen dumps showing the difference and it's a visible quite huge difference in font size yeah. between the iPad and the iPad mini yeah so, so this is going to pose a, a huge potential problem for a lot of sites that provide a lot of content or text for for the readers yeah uh, so the iPad mm. mini has um, um, a DPI of 163 mm. uh, whereas the iPad 2 is 132 right um, you know this it's a, mm. that's a big it's a big difference I think we're going to notice this um, we're going to well, we aren't going to notice it <laughs> so, so the big <laughs> so question is, is the big question is is this something that 
Apple have overlooked, or is it? Are they doing this on purpose? Um, I'd say it was on purpose yeah. because um, they run the same browser. You know, it's the same Safari mm. iOS browser in the mall. It's, an, it's iOS that has this problem. Right. It's nothing to do with the iPad Mini. Mm. This is this is iOS. Just that okay. Before you can actually tell if it's an iPhone mm. um, or a, an iPad. Right. But other than that, you can't tell anything. You've mm. never been able to tell versions. Mm. So, oh, I, I think this is um, the article as well. Um, Ask people to kind of come up with their solutions. And there's um, as usual with some of these articles, there's there's um, a few good comments. Um, but um, I, I reckon one of the things is you've you've got to make sure that you can pinch and zoom and make sure you yep. really don't disable that yeah. in your responsive sites. I think that's the, 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 the solution we without, can at least provide right now. Yeah, is, without, without yeah. digging into some of the yeah. comments and, mm. and you know spending some time hunting uh, elsewhere, mm. that feels like it's a way to do it. Mm. Um, so it would be really interesting to hear if any of you listeners have encountered any problems with this uh, as of yet. It's, it's very new. so it's, I guess it's not been a customer requirement No one has really yet. tested it, but it would no. be interesting to see if you find a site that looks really weird on the iPad mini when it looks really good on the iPad. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, your, your computer's making an awful lot of noise. I know, it's, the fan noise is uh, I don't know if any of you hear it, yeah, but I, hope not. Um, I thought it was my laptop, mm. but it actually pairs. It is. It's, Unusual, my Windows it's laptop my, is. It's my SSD hard drive, actually, and I heard this the other day, that uh, when it's getting close to full, yeah. it, it, the, it actually works worse uh-huh. than uh, normal drives. All right. Yeah. I, I don't know that. the reason for that. I'll, no, I'll I look don't. Into, but, but apparently so. I was close to getting full, and I, had, I was removing content before, and the fan noise went up. Yeah. Huh. The bonus feature there. <laughs> <laughs> It right. just means that I have to buy a new laptop. <laughs> Before the year of end. Yeah. <laughs> the year end. Okay, next up. Moving on, yeah. So, uh, on Sunday, I think it was, you sent me a DM, uh, James, because we, we knew we were going to be recording our podcast this week. Oh, yeah. And you sent me a DM and you said, the links the to audio our links. audio files are down. They were giving five or They're broken. Mm. And that was really scary because a, a few weeks unavailable they were getting. From a few weeks back, we were both talking about we need to move from posters quite mm. soon, and we even said that as we've soon said as, it since they got bought since Twitter bought it, yeah. Mm. Uh, and because we've not seen anyone working on on posters uh, features at all. Uh, well, I mean, like I, I said at the time, you know, Twitter bought it up, mm. and basically they said they were going to keep it running. Mm. Now, what happens in those situations is mm. everyone, all the talent gives up and moves on. Yep. And you maintain a, a, a core number of people who are just keeping it alive. And even those move on eventually. Mm. So, so after a while, you end up with just like mm. the friend's dog who, who mm. has been taught how to press the big red button to restart right. the servers. And that's the only thing running the, the whole service. Exactly. I mean, I'm guessing, but yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the worry. But, and, but they have promised an export tool and we haven't have. seen a mention of that as well. No, and it's been a long time. When did they buy it? Oh, it was, was a long while back, actually. Oh, God, it was beginning of the year, wasn't it? Yeah. So anyway, you sent me this DM. Uh, March 12th. Uh, March 12th. It was when they announced it. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and it really scared me because I thought, well, is this it? Does this mean that we mm. <laughs> everything is gone from the site? Which would have meant that we would have had to work a, a lot of late nights. But it came up on Tuesday, I think, again. You were the one that noticed. I yeah. know you actually forgot to check. Because <laughs> it was down all Monday as well. Yeah. Uh, broken links. And uh, we were discussing, well... Well, people on, on on Twitter were asking us why did you, why did you host it on Postress, and our answer basically is that it, it made everything simple because we wanted 
I mean, we're doing this as a hobby, not 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 really hobby commercially. Whatever, so yeah. so we try to spend as as little time as possible, and and Postress has provided a great platform for just uploading sound and uh, publishing uh, absolutely. it. Absolutely, I think also yeah. um, when we did the pilot mm-hmm. uh, episode, then. You know, we were just testing it out at first. We didn't right. know whether we were going to keep on doing this. We exactly. Were, we were just kind of mm. you know, playing around a bit, getting out of the system, mm. all the stuff we talked about mm. at UXLX 2011. And Posterius, because we've been using it during the conference, offered us a really mm. good, easy way of trying out podcasting. Yeah. And we've, quite often the case with, with pilots, mm. you, follow, you <laughs> yeah. follow the same routine that you did for the pilot mm. for 30 so more just, episodes. Yeah. So the, the quick and dirty solution mm. becomes the solution, mm. as always. But this puts focus on, on something bigger, and, and the big problem is, I mean, if we're we're more and more as companies and organizations and as individuals as well, then using cloud services to host our content, and we can't really uh, know how how long those services are going to be up, and we can't even decide how the UX is going to work on the sites, no. how people interact with the content, and how people, uh, well, where the buttons are. And, mm. What the text is. Yeah. So you're like. I mean, in, even in, if you even if you have the, um, the the services which offer a pro version that you pay for, yeah, you still don't have any guarantees, right? You just get a, increased storage or features or mm. something, but there's still no guarantee mm. that somebody's going to turn up mm. your your address the next day with a, you know, yeah. a memory stick with your content on if it yeah. disappears. So I, lo- I love cloud services, and I, I mean it makes everything that much faster, mm. which is why you use them. But when when stuff like this happens, it really makes you see how fragile exactly good mm. word <laughs> everything is uh, oh, it's going to interconnected mm. and yet fragile at the same time mm. um i mean well yeah we're we're relying on posterous mm. post, post, um for the whole of the podcast and it's mm. the it's posterous as well that feeds feedburner mm. which in its turn feeds mm. itunes feeds your own reader yeah. i mean mm. oh, it's a, it's an it's an interconnected mm. labyrinth mm. of of services yeah based on that so changing this will it will be a, a lot of work well, actually it'll be some work. and you'll have well, to decide which, because it's big files audio files where do we host them and uh, you found archive.org which I've actually used refound you could say yeah well, I used uh, a while back years, some years back for mm. another podcast and we have uh, the one I really want to use yeah. SoundCloud, SoundCloud but they don't have the RSS and attachment features that we want uh, currently they don't I've they, not, have, they I've have not a beta thing that we haven't gotten hold Isn't of yet it a pro thing no, it's, it's a beta thing. Oh, you have right. to. I've, I've requested it twice. I yeah. <laughs> uh, haven't gotten but, it yet. But then, that, mm. I mean, that would probably be a really, potentially a good mm. solution for some of our listeners. I don't know how it fits into iTunes and the rest of it, but yeah. um, but they were just hopping mm. from cloud to cloud. Yeah. Um, mm. We've still, still got that mm. underlying you know, issue that all of us have to deal mm. with, or companies have to deal mm. with, that yes, we mm. have to be on certain platforms mm. because um, user behavior mm. dictates that we need to have a presence there. Mm. But as you said, we don't have control mm. over these platforms. Mm. Fair enough. Mm. We don't need to stress about having control of everything. But at some point, I want to be able to, you know, keep hold of my content, or I just want to do some repurpose it or do something else with mm. it. And time and time again, we we lack these export f- features, mm. or we haven't thought about it mm. in advance. So the first time you think about it is when that notice comes out on the on the site's blog post, or the site vanishes completely and that mm. notice comes up saying we've been bought by Google <laughs> yeah. or you know, we've been bought by X yeah. and you know, thanks for the time you've been really good to us we've mm. loved you all mm. as, as, as our first users mm. and you know, thanks for the ride mm. uh, but we've dumped your content I don't even know what happened to LinkedIn or no sorry not LinkedIn it's still uh, there, yeah, I'm, t- I'm still on LinkedIn <laughs> 
Hopefully, yeah. No, I, now I even I lost hold of the name. The one where you, you uh, shared uh, links, so you had your bookmarks there. Delicious. Oh, delicious is there. Delicious um, is, is but was people, that one that we um, people we fled used, from it. They did for a while, but yeah. they came back. Um, mm. I mean, I I used um, another service for a while that got bought up by Delicious mm. um, and migrated. Ah, yeah, and they were they were good mm. though. They'd actually provide some export tools mm. and things. That was actually one of the cleanest handovers. I was on Jaiku before Twitter, yeah. and uh, there were no export features no. there. But somebody somebody else built one, and I could use that. Yeah, mm. Ning. The, um, oh, the, yeah. the um, community um, service mm. a few years back mm-hmm. it was very popular for companies to kind of get yeah. going with a community, mm. um, um, and then suddenly they started mm. charging, mm. right? Um, and you know, basically, didn't have a good way of how do you move a community? That's a real mm. awkward thing to do because you're not just moving content there; mm. you're moving people. Yep. <laughs> and that's that doesn't matter how many tools you've got; you're mm. going to struggle to move people. Mm. Like we discussed a few episodes ago with um, um, with reading my Facebook page. Right, um, you know, yeah. like you, you, you're making people move. It's, it's much more have people like another page. It's uh, hard it's, work. It's really, really hard work. Um, and it's all. This is the thing when you move cloud service, mm. that often uh, happens. And and talking about Facebook, <laughs> that's a nice deviate into that. Uh, is that I mean, we, a lot of companies have actually chosen Facebook as mm. their platform for communication. They put up their page there. They got their likes. But Facebook is changing all the time. Mm. And what uh, companies have been realizing over the past, I don't know how long, but a few months, is that they're not getting the amount of interaction they've gotten before. It's almost mm. halved for some people. And uh, the reason for that, you can, you can speculate around, but uh, the, the, the article that we both read, uh, <laughs> let's see, uh, on arstechnica.com, is Facebook broken on purpose to sell promoted posts? Because mm. there is this new feature uh, that I've actually used. To, you have, you need to have. You can use. You I need can't. to have more than four hundred likes. I have like four hundred thirty likes on my my Facebook page, Your which means page, I yeah. can may, can man promote posts. I pay for mm. them for people or them, for them to be visible to as many people <laughs> you, as possible. You pay for it to be like it used to be. I, I pay for well, like you said, <laughs> I pay for spam. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and it does make a huge difference when I do pay, mm. an enormous difference. Oh, good, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Get, um, you get a reach that's um, at least three times yeah. your number of fans mm. by promoting the post. Yeah. And it gets shown on all those people's news feeds. That's right. what I say about spam. Mm. That's a thousand people more than oh. you, like your page that are seeing your post. Mm. But the core of the problem then is that people have chosen, or companies have chosen Facebook as a platform for communication, and no longer are people seeing their updates. Exactly. And now it is uh, now it's the case also that people have to interact with you as a company for for it to be more more of a chance for for you to your well your content and your posts to show up in their feed. That's right. That was and if change. you don't interact, less and less people are going to show yeah, up. That was the change that Facebook made in, in September. Now they they tweaked um, edge rank so that. Um, they they say to to improve the user experience mm-hmm. by um, reducing spam in your um, news feed, right. um, which is madness because mm-hmm. actually they're just encouraging mm-hmm. spam because some mm-hmm. people are going to pay promote the posts mm-hmm. you know, unwantedly in your news feed. But no, but they um, um, they they made it so that you um, if you have never interacted mm-hmm. with a page, it was even less likely mm-hmm. that that page appears mm-hmm. in your news feed. So now we've separated your your, your likes into two camps. Right. You've got your users or your, your likes on mm. Facebook who have interacted at some point, so therefore still stand a chance they've got enough edge rank to, to make your stuff appear. Then you've got the, the people lolling around in the empty room, silent, never being able to touch them again, mm. who won't see your post because they've never seen they've never liked your post yeah. before September two thousand twelve. They're dead to you. Mm. <laughs> right. Uh, and this is just mad. Mm. That we've because you know, how then would you get them back on mm. back in the fold? How mm. do then would you 
you know, give them the opportunity to like stuff mm. again. You can't because no matter how many pictures of cute cats you put up, they're probably not going to see them because they never yeah. liked stuff previous. Right. So you, I mean, even if you post something really fantastic, mm. they're not going to see it. Oh, we haven't tested. I mean, it could be the case that if enough of your camp of people that have interacted yeah. like you know, get a real mm. hype like 90% of the people who do see your post mm. like it it could be you'd hope anyway mm. that Edge Rank was clever enough to go mm. oh this is actually <laughs> yeah. there's something going on here oh I'll go on then I'll show it to all the people who don't like, you know, right. like your it, stuff perhaps if you do pay for it as well you'll see it and as we know and paid promotion will definitely make it right all and then you have to pay for something that people uh, have to like of course this is how it's meant to be yeah, <laughs> yeah. so you notice that you, your lovely cat picture yeah. actually is being really popular organic yeah so then the idea is that you'll pay for it to go well yeah. promoted because mm. you know that you effectively mm. you're using Facebook now as a testing ground to see what mm. you should pay and promote but anyway we were talking more about um, the, the, these cloud services and yeah. just and, and how and the lack of control over cloud services mm. Facebook is an absolute nightmare mm. has been for years now yeah, just yes. think in the short space of, mm. of maybe just three years how many um, different types of Facebook page we've had to deal with with clients mm. I mean remember the days with the um, with all the tabs and the landing pages oh yeah I mean that seems like it was a, a decade ago mm. But it wasn't. It wasn't no, long ago it wasn't at all. Very long ago. It's probably not even more than a year. Yeah. No. And, and there was a whole industry. Mm. I mean, before then, mm. we used to have all these, you know, these little apps. You know, you could, um, you know, where I visited mm. and mm-hmm. poke apps and super poke and mm. sh- throwing sheep at people and things. Whole industry of like mm. little games and stuff that were added mm. to your left hand column back in yeah. 2007, 2008. That went. That disappeared. Yeah. Ch- Facebook did changed it. Decided to mm. redesign it. So then it comes another load of changes. Mm. All of this out of your control. You don't have yeah. any. You can't, yeah, yeah, you can't steer anything. It's not like going to an agency and, and, and designing, and, you yeah. know, paying for a service to buy a new website mm. or designing something. This is this happens willy nilly on its own accord yeah. out there in California, how it fancies, yeah. and we're sat here in different parts of the world picking up the pieces. Mm. Last thing I heard, they're they're changing, well, they're trying out changing uh, the timeline into one column instead of two as well, which, oh, right. which I think actually would be an improvement, but. Uh, but again, oh. I can't control well, it, so it doesn't really is, matter. There already is one on the um, on the mobile, and most, peop- <laughs> and most people already use Facebook on mobile. <laughs> That's true. So it's it's a nonsense. Nice one thing. <laughs> but funny thing is, we also. Uh, I mean, I think you said it to me, James, that it's actually worse now than Twitter. But because on at least <laughs> at least on Twitter, you can actually scroll back in your own timeline and see posts from everybody. Twitter mm. doesn't remove posts because you haven't interacted with someone it's, for a while. Yeah, just you haven't retweeted, just because I haven't retweeted you today, yeah. it's not, it doesn't stop showing your tweets. Exactly. So, I mean, if you want a platform that that shows everything, I mean, Twitter is better. Yeah. But it also it's makes... a communication the, platform. Twitter is yeah. a much better platform mm. than a broadcasting communication mm. platform. Twitter. Mm. Facebook, I don't, I don't actually yeah. really know what it is anymore because it's not social anymore. You can't... I mean, it used to be able to, used to, be able to um, say, oh, does anyone want lunch? Mm. And you'd write it on Facebook and you'd get responses saying, oh, I can't just know anything. Now, even the people who are logged in every day, mm. you don't know if they're going to see stuff mm. now, tomorrow, only if only 50 mm. people like it. You've, you've got, you can't mm. rely on Facebook anymore. Mm. You can't double guess how it's going to be. How, how, who's going to see yeah. stuff? So, so what are we saying, really? Are we saying that we should avoid solutions that we can't pay for we can't avoid no, Facebook we, can't. we have to be no, no, there you can't, you can't yeah. avoid Instagram you can't avoid Pinterest mm. if, you're, if, you're, if your users are using these mm. services mm. and it, you've deemed it valuable to your brand or your company mm. to, to give yourself a presence on these platforms right. then you're going to have to get in there yeah. and what I you know. I mean I think from a, I but you have from to a know. digital asset management point of view 
make sure you've got your stuff still. Like, like recently, YouTube have um, enabled the possibility to download your videos back again. Right. Because up to this summer, it took away that before. You could only mm. you could only upload. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it was a big bucket. Mm. You just pushed stuff into mm. it, and that was the end of it. Mm. And that's a lot of these services are like that. You can push stuff up, but you can't grab it back. Um, but as a company, you've got to make sure you've 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 stored your assets somewhere else. Yeah. Somewhere that you really do have control over. Right. Um, you know, whatever that is, whether it's a you know some kind of Amazon storage mm. um, thing that you can dump all your you know, dump all your files and mm. originals, um, but that's that's essential because you never know when you know Facebook's going to vanish mm. and you need to suddenly move everything to Google Plus or or yeah. whatever it is or back to MySpace, right? Um, or like we have all the podcasts on my loud hard disk. Yeah, I've got yeah, them, I've got them a, on mine. And it's, actually, it's, I've, on, I've it's on, on Dropbox and Backblaze yeah, as well. Yeah, and I've so. got them on Amazon S3. We've got plenty of copies. Yeah. And all you lovely <laughs> listeners out there are bound to have saved them all in your collection. Of course. They'll be marked up yeah. in a folder somewhere. <laughs> That's actually when websites crashed back in the 90s. That's actually – I went back to the cache and I, and yeah. also, I actually – Got in touch with people yeah. and asked them if they had old old copies of the website. I've, I've that done so that as well. Yeah. Asked, um, asked if they can look in their cache. Yeah, it was much easier to dig things out of caches back then as well. Yeah, at least in my world it was. So, the, I mean, the recommendation here is: I mean, you, of course, we're, you can't avoid the services, but you need to know what's going on. You need to have backups, but you need also need to try out the new stuff. I mean, this mm. makes a case for trying out Google mm. in a broader sense and <laughs> trying to find out will Google perhaps work mm. better for for broadcasting or communicating with your customers. But I wonder. Mm. I mean, we need to another time. We can maybe talk about the whole um, clearing up after yourself. Ah, yeah. Because I'm. I mean, one one mm. thing. We won't have time to talk about it too much now, but you know, trying all these services is fantastic. Mm. But as we we discussed it a little bit, the, the oh yeah, episodes, the other one with the 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 one I sh- did. Will you change the name? Yeah, of, um, change the name, and they have the Vimeo page that they had yeah, not exactly. used in two years or something. Because if you don't keep track yeah. of, if you don't keep a track of your sticky trail you've left on the web, yeah. it becomes oh god, you, you changed profile picture the other week. Oh yeah, that's another example. Oh, exactly. yeah, that's it's the same kind of yeah. it's the same kind of thing. That the more places, more services mm. you try, the more places mm. you 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 play with, mm. um, and leave them there just in case mm. it becomes big. It's another place to remember to yep. to change. Or and to I found another place wrong. yesterday. I found Yammer.com. I needed to change the profile picture. Uh, yeah. So I'm finding yeah. all, the, all the time there's yeah. somewhere. But it's um, – because your mm. users might find those services. Mm. I wonder why – well, like now we've, I found the mm. word usability the Twitter page. Right. Because uh, the way Twitter doesn't display the year mm. unless it's gone beyond a year, mm. it looked as if they've tweeted in November. Ah. But it was November the 22nd, and I right. know we haven't had that that day yet yeah. in November. Only because it's my mum's mm. 70th on mm. the 21st. That's mm. the only reason I know. Um, uh, you know so people were retweeting stuff mm. from the, the World News Today timeline as if it was just being posted. Mm. So, but, you know, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so you see, this, you've, kind of, you've, you've tried something, mm. left it, yeah. given up on that, but mm. it remains. Mm. So all of these cloud services, we, we leave a sticky trail, mm. but... You know, you need to take care. Of, you need to have this stuff somewhere yeah. and somehow audit them, so you know mm. that maybe one day we should close mm. that, or yeah. or at least write something saying we're actually not active here. Yeah, um, exactly. This was for testing purposes. You but, need you, you need know. an exit plan for everything you're trying out. Yeah. So that's actually, exit yeah. plan. That could be our exit plan. <laughs> Excellent. Um, <laughs> I don't think we'll get much further on that subject, actually. Uh, Use my exit plan. (laughs) (laughs) Let's bail. (laughs) Uh, So it's it's funny because I always end the show with remember to keep moving, but I think you're making a good case for there. As you're moving along and trying out new stuff, 
then you must remember to always look back and make sure that all the trail you're, you're leaving and everything you've messed up in the past is not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tidy up after you. Yeah. It's like we like, nag to the kids all the time. Yeah. You know, if you're going to play with a new mm-hmm. toy, put the old one away first. I think that's a perfect ending to the show, James. <laughs> I'm going to go put away my toys now. Yep. <laughs> don't know what we have coming up actually well no, if I we don't. have any link shows or, or people to interview we, we tried to get hold of uh oh, yeah, link representative cars. yeah link's cars still trying to get hold of that yeah. link won't talk to yeah. us she thinks podcasts are from the 90s <laughs> no one listens to them so <laughs> uh, that's probably true <laughs> And also someone representative from LinkedIn because LinkedIn yeah. have been making a lot of changes yeah. as well. I and mean, that's another platform you, you I mean you have to evaluate and mm. see what what, what, we what, what it can do for you. Well, yeah. we haven't tried exactly, really really hard yeah. yet for LinkedIn. I'm going to cut us off there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have a nice no weekend, James. I don't know when people going, see yeah, the I'm, show. I'm, I get a show, I'm, but yeah, I'm going away <laughs> yeah. for the weekend. Yeah. Ah, nice. And uh, people. Remember to keep moving. And tidy up after yourself, and we'll see you on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to UX Podcast with James Royal Lawson and Pear Axeboom. Visit uxpodcast.com for more episodes and to subscribe to the show. UX Podcast, moving the conversation beyond UX.